0: Hello, mothlings, ghouls, and creatures of the night. You must have been attracted to our lot. You are listening to the Midnight Moth Podcast. I'm your host, Wednesday, from the band Pumpkin Guts, and this is my co-ghost, Rosebud, the Killer Clown. Hi! After uh, after today, I thought maybe this would be a good time to go ahead and mention this, since this is kind of like an in-between episode where we haven't gotten into the new month yet and all that kind of stuff. But um, we are going to run a contest to give an official name to our co-ghost because they are a, uh, a nameless entity at this point. That's why we change their name every episode. So <laughs> um, we're going to give you all the option to submit what you think she should be called. And uh, the winner of this contest is going to get a secret gift for, for naming our co (laughs) ghost
1: you'll get a secret surprise and then (laughs) your chosen name will be my name from here on out for every episode and we'll also give you a shout out on both of our instagrams so
0: yeah yeah name me yes give give our give our co ghost the name though okay so today is a special episode because it is an extra episode and it's an extra movie review we are talking about what is one of my most favorite favorite movies ever killer clowns from outer space
1: yay <laughs> yay I've now been- the first time that we watched this we were actually both in high school and it's been i don't even want to say aloud how many years ago it's been it's been a lot of years but uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, well, I actually watched this pre-high school. I was like um, 11 the first time I watched this. This is one of the very first uh, horror movies that I ever owned on DVD. It was like,, uh, <laughs> like the first three movies that I that I got when I started my little collection was um, I got Carnival of Souls on a VHS tape. And then I got the remake of the movie Willard on DVD because yeah. uh, <laughs> the uh, the movie rental place was retiring it and it was like $3. And, and then I got this movie. And I actually found Killer Clowns from Outer Space in like a value bin at Walmart. And I originally bought it for my brother, but he wasn't like interested in it. So I kept it.
1: Okay, so scratch that. I watched it for the first time. Uh, unmentioned amount of years ago <laughs> 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 in high school with wednesday and uh, i actually this is the first time that i've re-watched it since then but and i'd actually forgotten how good this movie really is consider <laughs> all things considered like the fact that it's like a b movie it is actually like a great movie and it's super entertaining and i actually got really good reviews like you got really good feedback from critics and stuff
0: yeah um for like, because a lot of times these like more campy movies like this, they don't get super good. They they have like a lot of fan love, but they don't get super good reviews from like critics and stuff. And I was sort of surprised when I when I saw that the critics had actually gave this movie a good review. And I mean, it deserves it a hundred percent deserves to have this good you know like rating. I just didn't expect it.
1: <laughs> now, would I call it like a good horror movie? uh not necessarily there are some pretty creepy like gross parts in it but like overall is it hilarious and entertaining yes it absolutely (laughs) is it will like keep you it'll keep your attention all the way through (laughs) there's always something wild going on in this movie
0: yeah i i have watched this movie more times than i could count just i just really like it i it's one of the few movies that i own like i own like a little collection of of stuff from it i'm actually wearing my killer clowns shirt today while we're recording this (laughs) (laughs) it's just i don't know i just love it i love it so much and you should
1: go light your killer clowns candle
0: yeah it smells like popcorn (laughs) oh my god
1: i love that that's fitting (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh and just like we're not sponsored or anything by these people but i just want to throw a little uh quick shout out here if if you are a person who's into this movie and you want some cool killer clowns merch um horror decor.com they have some of the coolest stuff and that's actually where my candle came from and they have like um they have like pillows and dolls and all kinds of stuff of of this movie plus lots of other movies too but uh but yeah they have some really cool stuff so if if you are like me and love this movie and want some some like obscure merch like pillows and candles and stuff that's that's a good place to go
1: <laughs> so this movie first came out um in 1988 and um it was written directed and produced by a trio of brothers so this movie was uh completely done by charles edward and steven chiotto
0: yeah it was kind of like their passion project
1: it had a budget of 1.8 million dollars which shocked me that's a lot of money for a b movie yeah but uh you could definitely see where the money went like if you watch this (laughs) to be fair like for the time period and stuff like that it's got some pretty cool special effects in it
0: yeah um and the i mean obviously the effects are where most of the movie the the movie. That's where most of the money went to. And um like there's a popcorn gun that's used in part of the movie and that was apparently their most expensive prop and it was um uh, seven thousand dollars and it mm-hmm. took six weeks to make it.
1: Which absolutely blows my mind. But it is a pretty cool scene that they use it
0: in. <laughs> and this movie it did have some sort of a theatrical release. It was a little bit difficult to find the exact information about that, but It did come out in theaters because I saw that it wasn't actually released on VHS until 2001. So,
1: yeah. So whenever it came out in theaters, it actually made uh, 15 million dollars at the box office in the U.S., which which is is fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic (laughs) for that for 1988 and for it to be a B movie, right?
0: And now the the movie also originally it was just called Killer Clowns, but they added. Uh, outer space to the title because they were afraid people would think that it was a slasher film normally because I'm like some sort of uh weirdo and very protective of clowns because I love them and I hate like all of the negative like negative stuff around them like that people just see them as being scary and stuff like that because that's not what they were created to be but Normally, I get a little bit aggravated with movies that are like that have killer clowns, like that the the slasher is a clown, and you know whatever. I don't like that, but I really make an exception for this movie because these aren't humans; these are and they're aliens, which is like absurd and hilarious, and I love that. So I, I make I make an exception. That's why it's spelled clowns with a K and not a C because they're a alien species and not like clown clowns. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because, like, that's the whole thing with this is, like, they're not supposed to be, like, you know, normal clowns. They're supposed to just be aliens that happen to look and act like clowns from Earth. (laughs) Right.
0: And uh, later on in the movie, too, we're going to get into that in just a second here. But um, in the movie, there are some uh, theories that the characters talk about, about why they're, they're here, why they look the way that they do, and all that kind of stuff. So we'll get into that as well. Um, And I think the only other thing I want to mention at the the front of this before we get into it is anybody who's into this movie too knows that there was supposed to have been a sequel. They immediately wanted to create a sequel after this movie came out. It has never happened. But in 2018, SyFy did begin to try to buy the rights to this film. So if they were, I didn't see anything about if they were successful or not. Um, but if Sci-Fi does successfully acquire this movie, they, I'm sure, will create something awesome for a sequel. So I I'd really hope that happens. I look forward to that.
1: I would love that because they did 100% set it up for a sequel at the end.
0: Yep. And I, I mean, I don't know, like I could always use more more killer clowns from outer space in my life.
1: So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay, so plot for this movie is pretty much um it's pretty straightforward, you know, it's like you've got a couple of main characters as with any alien movie, alien invasion movie. Um and they're college students. You meet them kind of early on. You meet Debbie and Mike kind of early on in the movie. Um you know that they're like love interests or whatever. Your other main characters are Officer Mooney and Officer Dave, the two cops, are your other two main characters.
1: And And, the Terenzi brothers.
0: And the Terenzi brothers, who are amazing. And if it wasn't for them, like, I don't think there would be nearly as many laughs in this movie, because even though this movie is about clowns, the clowns are not always the funniest part. (laughs) When you you meet Mike and Debbie, there is a a shooting star that this shooting star crashes to earth and it's circus tent and there are killer clowns that come from it that are some kind of an alien animal species that has landed on earth and uh basically an invasion ensues after that it's pretty much the plot of your movie (laughs) (laughs) so this this movie i think maybe one of the reasons that i've always liked it so much is that it has like punk rock roots uh the theme song for this movie is actually um killer clowns by the dickies and the movie starts out with that song and uh it ends with that song
1: a fun fact about that song also apparently they wrote and recorded that song before they ever watched the movie
0: well that's hilarious
1: okay so this movie comes on and you're up here at Makeout point which in the movie is called um the top of the world and this is where you meet the majority of your main characters. So it opens up and you immediately are introduced to the Terenzi brothers because they are up there in their ice cream truck, which ends up being a huge pivotal part of this entire movie. And uh, they're up there trying to sell ice cream to all these people making out and doing their thing in the middle of the night.
0: Yeah, they, their ice cream truck does have a clown head on the top of it. Um i think uh jojo the ice cream clown that's its name and uh, <laughs> and um one of the terenzi brothers he gets out of the the vehicle and he's like using like the loudspeaker to try to attract these people to come buy ice cream and he's like telling them to come cool off their hot lips <laughs>
1: And then it cuts over to, uh, your other main characters, which is, uh, Debbie and Mark. And, you know, they're making out at make out point. Yeah. And aren't they in a boat?
0: Yeah. For so I guess for comfort, I don't know. It's like the, they're using a, a blow up, um, like.
1: Raft.
0: Yeah. Like, like an air, they're using it as if it's like an air mattress and, uh, <laughs> they're laying in there together. And. The the Terenzi brothers are, you know, everybody's getting upset because they're disrupting them, and um, the <laughs> the one guy he says uh, that they have fudgy wudgy bars and everybody's favorite the licka stick, and he
1: does,
0: he thrusts into the air
1: as he says it, <laughs> the licka stick. <laughs>
0: And then you find out, too, that they have girls in the back of their ice cream truck who they tricked into coming up there with them by telling them that they could eat all the ice cream that they wanted.
1: Yeah, because that one's like, what kind of girls do you think we are? And, like, the whole time she's, like, stuffing her face with yeah. ice cream.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then she said, "He," she says, I want to go home right now. And he's like, okay, keep your shirt on. And she says, we intend to. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I mean, they did let them have ice cream. I just feel like uh, that's kind of creepy and weird that you would do do anything that those guys did just then, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, uh, we don't recommend that. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that. the move, guys.
0: <laughs> so they leave, and uh, then you find out that Mike is friends with the Terenzi brothers, and he's talking to Debbie about them, but then, you know, they go back to making out. <laughs>
1: okay and then they see uh this big shooting star and they think it's uh haley's comet
0: well no they don't they don't think that it is i don't believe it's the old man that, says that was the that. old
1: man that's right but they also see the shooting star they just see that it's a shooting star and it landed somewhere in the woods
0: right and uh, debbie is like let's go try to find it let's go check that out and mike is like no like that's like it's really far away and i mean clearly he's just wanting to stay there and make out with her is why but she convinces him that they should go look for it because she says that she believes it landed pretty close by. And um, they decide to do that, and it cuts from them to an old man who lives out in the middle of the woods.
1: Yeah, because of this little man and his dog named Pooh.
0: Yeah. and. Yeah, and I feel really bad for the both of them. Their whole little scene actually made me feel really sad. I also was a little confused because I don't know exactly where this movie is taking place at. But given the other people in the movie, it doesn't seem like there's any like, uh, southern country kind of people. But this guy living out here in the woods is your typical um movie hillbilly like he's wearing like overalls and he's got like a red and black like flannel shirt on and he's like oh Pooh bear we're gonna be rich
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this old man and his little dog named Pooh, they come across the uh the circus tent where the clowns are set up and he starts going on and he's like oh the circus is in town let's go buy some tickets or whatever and uh he's like walking around the tent and uh they're just trying to like figure out what's going on with it or whatever and like they can't find any kind of entrance or anything like that
0: which i think if he would have just took a couple more steps around he would have found the entrance it's like he was just there at the back of the tent because later we do see that there's a door he just like yeah he just didn't go all the way around like he i don't know what he was thinking
1: he just like immediately got infuriated i don't remember exactly why unless it's just because he couldn't find the door or whatever but i do remember he punches the tent
0: oh well that happens because so when he's out there looking at the the tent and stuff he's telling his dog he's like you know something feels wrong like i don't see anybody around here i don't see a ticket booth i don't see anything and um uh like as his back is turned to the dog he he misses the thing this hole opens and a clown reaches out with a net and captures his dog and then he finds the bandana laying there and then he's like freaking out because he's like give me back my dog give my dog back and that's when Mm -hmm. yeah that's when he punches the tent
1: (laughs) and he realizes that it's like not a tent it's like metal or something yeah he like hurts his hand and he like gets electrocuted
0: though that scene was weird because it's kind of hard to tell that that's what was meant to happen because like you just kind of see his hand go towards the side of the tent then he grabs it because it's supposed to hurt him but it doesn't even look like he punches it it kind of just looks like he put his fist against it sort of like I don't know it's just a weird scene he grabs like the the little things that are holding the tent up and he's like I'll tear this tent apart with my bare hands and then it electrocutes him (laughs)
1: And then uh, after that, one of the clowns shows up. Yeah. And he shoots him with his little ray gun.
0: Yeah, and you don't get to see yet what the ray gun does. You just see the ray gun uh, beam, like, shoot at the guy. And uh, he looks even more electrified at that point. And then it cuts back to Mike and Debbie.
1: (laughs) So Mike and Debbie are out in the middle of the woods, and they get to this little abandoned road, and they uh, realize they have to go the rest of the way on foot i don't condone this part but mike did say some pretty uh bad racist things uh yeah in this yeah. scene. but we'll just uh we'll move right past that but that was the thing that happened he made some uh racist native american comments yeah
0: yeah we we will uh just you know. we're
1: excusing it it's the 80s <laughs> well, we know that's
0: we know better now.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then it cuts to them uh, and they're walking through the woods or whatever and they also come up on the tent.
0: Mike's like, Oh, what's a circus doing all the way out here? And of course, you know, Debbie's sensible. She's like, Um, this is weird. Like this is not normal. And like but he's like, Oh, let's go check it out. Let's go inside. Like he's like your typical dummy in one of these movies.
1: Yeah. Um and uh they're inside the tent and they're exploring and stuff and they come into this room and it's full cool, of all these uh what looks to be like cotton candy cocoons.
0: Oh well before that happens, they go so like again as I was watching this, I was like, I'm I'm getting anxiety watching this movie because I hadn't watched it in a little while and they just kind of I mean like if I went into a circus tent. And I saw that no one was around. I wouldn't just continue to venture through it because obviously something's wrong. And you shouldn't be going into a place that you typically have to pay to get into, just sneaking in all willy nilly like that. Like, you know that something is up. And they get in this weird elevator kind of thing. And it looks like it sucks them in, like it opens and it literally looks like it pulls them inside with some kind of weird gravitational pull. <laughs> and it's just like. Yeah, and then when it opens up again, they're in this, like, room where there's, like, um, a a ball in it that looks like a, um you know those balls that you, like, put your hand on, and it, it's, like, it makes a little, I don't know what those are
1: called. Makes your hair stand up.
0: Yeah, yeah. It looks like one of those, and they're like, oh, my God, it must be the power source. <laughs> and then when they go back into the uh, the little elevator thing again when it opens back up that's when they're in that cotton candy room and then mike is like oh this must be a cotton candy factory
1: (laughs) yeah and uh debbie's you know being the logical one here and she's like this does not feel right mike like (laughs) uh this doesn't look right like why is this all this cotton candy just you know hanging out and so he's like oh they're just hanging it out to dry
0: yeah and i'm like to dry like why (laughs) does cotton cotton candy to (laughs) she's of course she's like freaked out you know and he's like oh look i'll show you and he pulls a piece off and there's a dead body inside it
1: yeah there's like this face that's like all like congealed and like pink from the cotton candy it's disgusting
0: yeah and uh he dropped his little light thing at that point and he's like joe lombardo which is his friend that you haven't even met or anything but i guess you're just supposed to deduce that it's just someone in from town that he knows
1: <laughs> <Not> joe lombardo
0: because <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we were watching that joey was like who's joe lombardo <laughs> i was was like they i don't know like it's just somebody he knows like
1: he's obviously the guy that you know died first got the cotton candy cocoon (laughs) anyway okay so they start freaking out and they're trying to figure out how to get out of this like scary little tomb of cotton candy bodies (laughs) and uh then they hear the door open and they see that one of the uh clown aliens are coming into that room so they hide and uh, they see him bringing in the body of the old man the poor old man i feel bad for i mean
0: i feel bad for several of the victims in this movie but i primarily feel so bad for him though because he really just did not seem to know better than what he did
1: (laughs) (laughs) but the clown like brings in the old man and cotton candies him up (laughs) <laughs> they realize that they're in there and then they start um, chasing them
0: and this is when we see their cotton candy gun that costed $7,000
1: or is the, the popcorn uh, gun yeah the
0: popcorn gun the cotton candy so, gun little
1: <laughs> and uh, one of the clowns makes a balloon animal Yeah, like, like he a makes doll- a balloon into a dog and it like turns into like a tracker dog <laughs> and starts chasing <laughs> them
0: yeah just going wow wow <laughs>
1: But then he shoots his uh, popcorn gun at Debbie and Mike.
0: And popcorn gets stuck all over both of them. And um y- you'll find out why later.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't seem like that big of a deal initially, but it ends up being a big deal.
0: Yeah, because you're like, what did that do? Like, that's just some kind of weird, random thing. And that's actually, Debbie's like, Popcorn? Why popcorn? And Mike's like, Because they're clowns. That's why. <laughs>
1: but they do end up getting away and they uh go back to the city to go to the police station and tell them what's going on and at this point that's when um and i will say like this movie doesn't have like a legitimate soundtrack but it has a pretty like bomb soundtrack nonetheless because it's all like rock music yeah (laughs) it all just like feels like like hardcore music like it just makes it like i don't know seem like more badass i guess (laughs)
0: it's a punk rock movie
1: <laughs> yeah so like there's like a uh, really cool like guitar riff comes in or whatever and it's like done it done and then uh, <laughs> so it shows like the clowns like wandering into the city
0: now i also i'm curious about i was curious about that when i was thinking about it this time watching it so it seems as if the clowns did not think about going into the city until they saw Mike and Debbie leave to head into the city, right? Like they're like, "Yeah, let's go. We're gonna follow them." Like there's more people that way because it shows like a little like population sign and all that kind of stuff. But if they had not gone into the city already, where did all those bodies come from? Like there's no way that that many people came up there looking for that comment.
1: Maybe like just people like out camping and things like that. Because again, like I don't know where this movie was supposed to be set, but there was a big forest
0: right so yeah maybe that's what it was but i just was like i don't understand like
1: i mean maybe I, they'd already hit up other cities
0: yeah but they had joe lombardo in there
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not Joe Lombardo.
0: <laughs> so i don't know i just was like i wonder like where all his bodies come from if like they hadn't been into the into the town yet but you know you could be right though i guess maybe they landed in like a campsite or something like that
1: most heartbreaking <laughs> death of the movie
0: yeah
1: Uh, justice for joe lombardo
0: (laughs) 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 so mike and debbie go to the police which mike is kind of like they're not going to believe us because i don't even believe us and she's like we have to tell them i have a friend there and this is where we meet well this isn't the first time we meet them but like officer mooney is a jerk he is a terrible person he is not he's like a very brutish police officer he was like excited to go out and patrol to try to find people just to bring them in to like you know terrorize them and he he has brought in before they get there he's brought in these two guys who he caught walking through the park drinking wine he says and one of them is uh very much like looks like a the cure ripoff kind of guy like he's got like a lot of makeup on and he's got like that flock of seagulls haircut and um like wearing a lot of uh like baggy black clothes and a chain around his hand and all that kind of stuff and i got the feeling that just based off of what officer mooney says whenever I, I got the feeling that he thought maybe these were gay guys because it kind of seemed that way because like Dave tells him that like he has to read them their rights and stuff like that. And officer Mooney then makes a joke at Dave about how he must have a thing for these college boys.
1: So See, I, I didn't have... catch that, but I bet that is kind of what they was going for.
0: Yeah. And like the fa- the fact that the two guys were you know dressed the way that they were dressed and that they were drinking wine in the park together like i th- i think that it was insinuating that maybe they were gay and that that was the real reason that officer mooney had like brought them in because earlier in the movie mooney sees this guy walking across the street drinking a beer and he doesn't arrest him he lets him go he just watches him walk by and that's it so I just, you know, I just kind of got that feeling that maybe Mooney is a um, is a homophobe, <laughs> which wouldn't be surprising. He seems,
1: he seems like a overall kind of douchey dude, anyway.
0: Yeah, he's the worst. He's terrible. I mean, like he tries to br- brutalize these guys for no reason, and you know, Dave won't let him, thankfully. And he, but he does lock the two guys up. He puts them in in jail.
1: mark and debbie show up at the police department and they start telling their like wild story to uh dave and mooney
0: yeah and of course mooney is like in complete disbelief and then he mentions that he knows that uh um, Mike is friends with the Terenzi brothers. So, when they start talking about clowns, he says that they're probably just playing some kind of prank to try to sell ice cream. Which has
1: been oh interesting. <laughs> 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 this is a weird theory, but okay. <laughs> There's clowns killing people. Come on, Fudgy Pop. <laughs> <laughs> could be your last one. Right, Yeah.
0: like, what? So... <laughs> um we also find out that officer uh dave is um debbie's ex and that's like that they weren't just friends like that they dated or whatever and they immediately get into this weird like we're not together anymore kind of weird scuffle as soon as they get in the car and of course like mike is like okay like this is uncomfortable and awkward (laughs) But they do, you know, because a lot of times in these movies, I'm always like, "Why don't you? Why does no one go to the authorities?" But they did go to the authorities, and of course, the The authorities just didn't care. Right? They don't believe them because it's. I mean, I guess most people wouldn't.
1: It's wild. So it was pretty outlandish, and it's supposed to be like a Saturday night, and those are college kids. Yeah, I mean, there's a very real possibility that they could have been drunk or high. To be fair,
0: right. But Dave is like, you know, I'm I am gonna go check it out because they're saying that people might be dead. So, and then like, I, this is around the time where you start getting these scenes that it's like cutting back and forth between clown action and your main storyline with your uh with your characters. So one of the first um things I guess that happens is the clown that goes to the drugstore and he's just kind of like standing outside of the the drugstore and he starts mimicking that um, uh, animatronic gorilla that's out there too and these
1: girls just why like why is there a big animatronic gorilla in a onesie (laughs) outside of a drugstore like why like i don't i didn't understand it's like dancing too
0: yeah to draw people in i guess i don't know i I was
1: just really confused by it but like there's like these people who start walking by and that clown just starts mimicking it
0: yeah those girls go on in the store, and and then uh, that clown i think his name's rudy he's just like oh because they make these weird sounds and stuff all the time which i I like them though they're kind (laughs) of (laughs) cool
1: yeah they don't really talk or anything they just kind of make noises
0: yeah we get this we get this other scene of like some clowns in the park uh, or well it's actually just one clown and he sets up a um
1: he starts a- making like one of those old school puppet shows
0: yeah, it's in one of the a gazebo, like those things I'm obsessed with. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> he sets up like a puppet stand in a gazebo in the park, and this guy comes up there and starts just watching the show, you know, and it's these two little puppets. It's like a boy and a girl puppet, and um, the the boy keeps trying to hug the girl, and she keeps telling him no, but he keeps going back after her. So this is a puppet show about consent. <laughs> and uh finally he goes to hug her again and she disappears like she pops down and uh the guy's standing there watching he's like like giggling and stuff because he's like super into this little puppet show
1: and it's so weird because this guy looks like he's really young and i'm like why are you (laughs) why is this what you're doing on a saturday (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah like why are you not up at make out point
1: (laughs) like walking around the park by himself getting way too amused at a little random puppet show
0: also why are you not more freaked out by this puppet show like i would have been so like weirded out that there was some random nobody else around just a puppet show going on here on this little gazebo thing like that would have freaked me out when she pops back up she's got one of those ray guns in her hand and she shoots the other puppet with it and he like disappears this guy is just like amazed by this he's like laughing and clapping his hands and he's like just thinks it's the coolest thing ever and then she turns the gun on him and he's like no 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 and then you see him get zapped by it
1: (laughs) yeah it's a little the weird little giggly blonde guy got got
0: (laughs) yeah and then I believe we get a cut back at this point, right? To they to Mike and Dave leave Debbie at her house for her to take what is probably the world's longest shower.
1: She showers for like this entire movie.
0: Yeah, like almost the rest of the time that that woman is in the shower. It takes so long. <laughs>
1: It yeah, so, to it every
0: now and then like her in the shower and like her clothes with the popcorn moving slowly across the floor <laughs>
1: yeah so like she takes off her clothes and all that popcorn falls all over the floor and soon as she like steps into the shower you can see it like slowly inching around yeah so this is where you know the popcorn gun becomes relevant but we uh cut back to the clowns in the drugstore yeah and they are just, like, wreaking havoc inside this drugstore. They're, like, getting into everything. They're caught in candy and people.
0: They're having the time of their lives. <laughs> and the poor little drugstore attendant, he's just standing there watching them and every now and then going, um, excuse Can me. I help um, you? Oh, no. Oh, my.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he does eventually end up calling the police.
0: Yeah. But, like, those clowns, like, the, the ruby he picks up uh, some shaving cream and he goes cream yeah. <laughs> and he just pours it all over that other clown and then he picks up some uh, like baby powder and he sniffs it and he just sneezes all over the place
1: which by the way could possibly be the only real word that any of these clowns say throughout the entire movie is cream, just, cream. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, I guess that's a pretty good word to pick if you're going to pick one.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know know something else that's really funny is those little noises I make, those noises and stuff. When I worked at the vet clinic, the little blood machine makes the same exact noise that those clowns make when it sucks the blood out of the tube. Wow. <laughs> and every time it would do that, I would think about that movie. I actually got somebody I worked with to watch that movie one time just so they could hear that, that
1: noise. <laughs> right. What kind of noise was it? Let's hear it.
0: it it's just, the, it's like the...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, like that just that little weird chirpy elated noise that they make when they're walking around <laughs> uh, it yeah. he call, he calls the cops right, that's where we were at,
1: yeah, the little um drugstore guy calls the cops, and mooney picks up, and he uh. I think it had cut before that to Mooney, and he was getting all kinds of phone calls.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't believe anybody. He's like, "Oh, the Dorensi brothers have the whole town in on it." Like,
1: yeah, like he literally thinks that everybody's lying and that they're all just playing this big giant prank. Yeah, and he's and- just like, the "Hell with all of them," and he's just like sitting there and he starts drinking
0: right and he's just ignoring the phones and then when that little old man calls he's like oh mister i can't remember his name but he's like not you too you know like
1: and yeah then, and then he literally just like starts ignoring all the calls and stops answering any of them
0: yeah so the town is dying by clowns and um he doesn't care and we also have so we in our our clown action scenes we also have like some clowns that appear at this woman's door um, who say that, like, they're delivering pizza. And as she, like, looks at them, they, they open up the pizza box and one of the clowns pops out and turns her into cotton candy. Um, we have one clown that shows up at this old lady's door and is delivering her box of chocolates and flowers and she's so happy about it, but then they also zap her and turn her into cotton candy, too. Which um, makes
1: me wonder, like, when this is supposed to be
0: right like again that seems like a very
1: valentine's day thing but yeah yeah so we cut back to um mike and he's with officer dave and he's taking dave out in the middle of the woods to show him where the tent is and they get to the area where the tent was and the tent's gone but there is a big hole in the ground
0: yeah and of course at this point dave is like basically like telling Mike like that he doesn't believe him then he's like oh so this was just a big prank this was a bit you know and Mike's like no like I'm telling you this is where it was at this is what we saw and he handcuffs him at this point
1: yeah so he tries to like arrest him because he thinks he's like lying about all this stuff which I mean how would he have got that big hole in the ground right (laughs) and uh, obviously something wild is going on but then we cut to the biker saying which is pretty iconic
0: yeah, um. So something fun here the the band the Renfields they have a song about this movie. It's like one of my favorite songs ever, and it actually has this line that happens at this part, like at the front of the song. But so like your little green clown, who is my favorite clown because I love his hair. Uh, <laughs> he. Comes up to this group of bikers on his little bicycle, like he's dry, riding a little clown bicycle, you know, it's got a little horn on the front. Um, so he, <laughs> so he pulls up on his little, uh, his little bike, and those bikers come out and they're like laughing at him. They're like, Oh, big bad JoJo riding in the town, and just you know, like saying stuff to him. And one of them walks over to him and he's like, Uh, hey, can I ride your bike? And he goes, Mm-mm, and like shakes his
1: <laughs> <head>. <laughs> He's like, "Can and- I honk your horn?"
0: <laughs> and he goes, "Hmm."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um, so then this big biker dude like grabs the entire bike and like throws it down and like destroys it.
0: Yeah, and the clown looks extremely sad about it. Like he looks so upset, and I felt bad for him. <laughs> and he starts
1: like crying or whatever and then all of a sudden he puts on this little pair of boxing gloves
0: yeah and uh, they're like oh you want to fight and and he like so this is the line this is the line that's in that song that that biker guy who just destroyed the clown's bike he says what are you gonna do knock my block off (laughs) and that clown punches him in the chin and literally knocks his head off
1: yeah knocks his whole entire head off into a trash can <laughs>
0: yeah and uh, then the other bikers like scatter at this point and the the little clown is just giggling he's just laughing his face off because he killed that guy
1: <laughs> what are you gonna do knock my block off
0: <laughs> he's like well yeah actually i am yes i am <laughs> <laughs> we go back to I think we get one of those weird shower scenes again, where it comes back to the popcorn growing inside of um the the clothes hamper. But we get to uh Mike and Dave who have stopped up at like lookout point or lookout point. What's it top makeout of the world.
1: point? Make the top point. of the world. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. They they've stopped up there and um all of the cars are full of cotton candy webbing that's when the, the officer dave starts taking it seriously because he's like oh you're not joking you're not lying like something weird is going on and he un- handcuffs uh, mike and you know then they they kind of start working together at that point point. and um we have a couple of more clown action scenes like we we've got the clown at big top burger that tries to yes, lure so that girl comes- out
1: yeah because the scene there's a clown like i thought it was a mcdonald's but it's a uh, big top burger and uh there's like an obscene amount of people in here by the way for it to be this late at night yeah like it is like popping there's so many people in this little burger joint but there's this clown like who's outside who's like trying to lure this uh little girl outside he's like playing peekaboo with her and stuff it's really creepy and uh he almost gets her and like she gets all the way to the door and she opens the door and then her mom comes and stops her and just says
0: you're not going anywhere until you finish your food like you're not gonna notice this big creepy clown standing out here who literally has a mallet behind his back like i do not yeah,
1: because understand. like at this point they're literally like two feet away from it and she didn't even notice it at all
0: yeah so, and then we also have uh, the scene of the guy driving his car, trying to get away from a clown, and the clown is driving an invisible car, and it, like, knocks the guy off the road and kills him.
1: Yeah. It's like, <laughs> the guy's looking at him in the rearview mirror, and he sees the headlights, but then he looks down, and he sees it, it's just, like, his feet floating. Yeah, and he's like, oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: And then, uh, we when we go back to Mike and Dave, we end up with what is my favorite kill scene in the whole movie. Um, and then I think it's a little bit after this that we have what is the only truly disturbing kill scene in the movie, but this one's my favorite where they there's like the people at the bus stop and this clown comes up and, um, he's doing shadow puppets and they're watching the shadow puppet show and like he's making these amazing shadow puppets like he does like a boat with a bunch of people like you know on it and he does a bunny rabbit and just a bunch of cool like shadow puppets that there's no way somebody could do with just their hands and these people are like enthralled by it and Mike and Dave show up at this point and are watching it and Mike's like, what are you doing? Like, kill that thing. Like, shoot it. And Dave's like, no, no, no. I need to watch it and see what happens. See what it's doing. And then the clown turns the shadow puppet into a T-Rex. And the people are like, "Oh!" Like, they're so amazed by it. And he brings that shadow down on them and it eats them
1: all. <laughs> yeah. It, like, had glowing red eyes and everything.
0: Yeah. And he sucks the shadow back into his hands and puts it inside of his bag so it's like he's trapped these people in a shadow and put the shadow in his bag like what is that that is some crazy sorcery
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's magic it's clown magic
0: yeah so uh then you know uh Dave does try to shoot the clown but it doesn't work and the clown like jumps away and disappears into the sky so there's that and then uh the, we also get a a shot of a clown with a bag full of popcorn who puts a handful of it inside of a trash can and that's when you kind of know like something's up with that popcorn you know like um, Yeah,
1: it's like um behind the Big Top burger.
0: Yeah. And debbie's still in the shower. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like day two of Debbie showering. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: uh, her laundry basket is going nuts. So like, with stuff, like, shaking it and everything, and she has no idea. And then you see this guy from Big Top Burger come out to put garbage in the garbage can, and he hears it making this weird noise. And I was like, you know what, this is probably where I would have died, too, because I would have been afraid an animal was, like, trapped in there. And and he opens it and uh, something grabs him and pulls him inside, but you don't get to see it.
1: (laughs) I'll save you little guy.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what would have happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well then I'm trying to remember, is it around this part where um, this is when the clown shows up right at the the police station. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, this is a graphic, the only really, like, graphic and gruesome kind of death scene in this movie, and uh, I think that they picked for it to happen to Officer Mooney on purpose because he sucks so bad.
1: (laughs) Nobody would be that upset because nobody liked him.
0: Right. Like, he's the only character so far in this movie who truly deserves this to happen to him, but the clown shows up there at the police station and he's like oh a trickster like you've showed up at the wrong place though buddy and you know like whatever and it squirts water all in his face with one of those little fake flower things
1: (laughs) Yeah. so then mooney decides oh i'm gonna put this clown in jail yeah and uh he puts his hands behind his back and he cuffs his hands and then his hands come off with the handcuffs, like he latches them and then like he just walks away and Moody's like standing there holding this clown's hands in his hands
0: (laughs) and the clown just kind of like giggles and keeps its hands behind its back as if it still has the cuffs on and continues to walk like shuffle down the hallway
1: (laughs) so even after this like Moody's still like not freaked out I guess because he's so freaking drunk yeah and uh so he goes and puts him in the jail cell with those two wine drinking dudes from earlier
0: (laughs) and he tries to smack this clown in the back of the head with his nightstick as he does this and the clown turns its head uh, 360 degrees like all the way around like the exorcist to look at him and he's like oh no (laughs) and he's like locks him in there and the clown uses a um uh like a a streamer thing like that you blow on to kill him like he blows it out and it grabs mooney by the throat and like jerks him into the bars and i guess murders him somehow by doing that i
1: think it killed him somehow yeah yeah because like benny like fell to the ground but i don't really understand how that killed him but
0: yeah and those two guys are like visibly freaked out and again I feel bad for them because they didn't even need to be in there. Like that was awful that they were even there. Literally
1: one of them looked at him and was like, So what are you in for? Yeah. (laughs) After watching all this like craziness happen.
0: (laughs) So um Dave and Mike have ran into the Terenzi brothers at this point. Mike goes off with the Terenzi brothers to go get Debbie and Dave goes back to the station. And when Dave gets back to the station, uh, there's like clown footprints everywhere. Like all over everything, going down the hallway, up the walls, on the
1: ceiling. Like and they're different colors and stuff. It's weird.
0: Yeah, it's like how the they used to decorate like the play place at McDonald's, like those big shoes that you could walk on.
1: <laughs> it made me think of uh being in kindergarten. Yeah and uh i don't know if your teacher did this but mom would put little uh green footprints on the ceiling for saint patrick's day like as a leprechaun yeah <laughs> <laughs> it made me think of that but there were like these big clown shoe footprints all over everything in the jail and uh, they're all like red and blue and whatever yeah and so he walks down the where does he end up going he just goes into that office doesn't he
0: he goes into like the, the down the hallway first back to where the um the cells are at, the jail cells, and that's when we find out that those two guys are dead because there's cotton candy cocoons everywhere and one of the guys' hands falls down, the one that had the chain on his wrist, it falls down out of the cotton candy cocoon, so you know that they're in there dead. And um when he walks back out, that's when we see Mooney in the most disturbing display ever.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that clown is sitting in Mooney's chair and then he's got Mooney set up next to him and he's got him even like face painted and stuff like a marionette puppet.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, it's so so freaky and he talks through him. He makes him talk. I don't remember what he makes him say though. I'm not sure, but uh I don't think it matters. <laughs> but it's just so so weird and creepy.
1: He says something about how uh, he's like, don't be scared, Dave. We only want to kill you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then the clown pulls his hand out of Mooney's back and there's blood all over it and he just slings the blood onto the floor and like drops Mooney's body. And then um, Dave starts shooting the clown and this is where we find out how you can kill them because he shoots him right in his nose and when he does the clown turns into a spinning top of light and then just like explodes
1: into like glitter
0: (laughs) (laughs) because what what else would would he be (laughs) (laughs) so at this point we finally get that debbie is out of the shower and uh she's she's finally clean she's finally clean and she's there in front of the mirror putting her clothes on and stuff and then these nasty clown babies start popping out of her toilet and her clothes hamper.
1: And they start, like, trying to, like, eat her.
0: Yeah, like, they got these little nasty razor teeth. They're biting into her shoulders and, like, trying to rip her clothes off. And it's just, it's <laughs> terrible. And 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 also, because of who I am as a person, the, the thought that I had when those clowns bit into her, I was like, these are... Uh, like from a different planet. These are aliens. How are you supposed to get medical treatment for an alien bite? Like, God knows if that thing like got into your bloodstream, what would happen to you? Like, what kind of infection and disease might that carry? Because that's something that's not even from this world. Like, how do you get treated for that? Right. Like, what if it turns you into a clown? Like, I don't know. <laughs>
1: if it's like a zombie virus
0: yeah like you never know you have no, like you get some kind of weird otherworldly rabies or something like that uh-huh. like, it, <laughs> like it just freaked me out so bad but she um she manages to get away from the two that have bit into her shoulders she knocks that clothes hamper over and then one pot the one that pops out of the toilet is bigger than the other ones she shoves her um water thing for like her faucet spigot thing into its mouth and turns the water on full blast she throws the shower curtain over the other two and she runs out the door but then she's met by more clowns and one of them is mimicking uh, Mike's voice. And so she thinks it's him and she opens the door and it's not him. And three clowns come in the house and they're chasing her around. She goes to try to jump out the window. There's even more clowns outside her window, holding a little trampoline because they're going to, you know, get her when she gets down there. And um, eventually one of them puts her in a balloon and takes her away. And this happens at the same time that, Mike and the Terenzi brothers pull into her house so like they see the clowns take her away
1: yeah so then like Mike and Trent and the Terenzis start uh chasing the little clown car in the ice cream truck um then they- Dave shows up and he starts chasing both of them in his police car
0: <laughs> yeah and uh, the wh- whichever one of the brothers is driving gets freaked out because they're not really taking any of this very seriously. Like, I don't know where their brains are at, but they're like, Oh, there's a cop behind us. We have to stop. But instead of pulling over, they just come to a sudden stop and he runs into them. But when he finds out that they're trying to, uh, catch up to the clown car to get, um, to get Debbie back, he gets into the ice cream truck too, and tells them to floor it. So they're they're chasing after them. And, uh, before he got there dave also called in like help so like now the the state police and i think like the national guard or something is supposed to be coming to try to offer assistance to take care of what's going on um but you see all of the clowns after this like you see the full extent of what's happening like The whole street is covered in, like, a parade of these crazy alien clowns, and they're sucking up cotton candy cocoons into this weird, big, like, parade float vacuum kind of thing that they have, and every place that they've been is covered in streamers, so you know, like, what houses that they've been to, because they leave streamers behind everywhere they go.
1: (laughs) Because, you know, they're clowns. (laughs) Right, what else would they do?
0: (laughs) And then, so, the clowns are going to uh, the pier because there's, like, a fun house there. And here, here's something funny I did not know until recently. But when the clowns get there, there's a security guard who's watching that fun house. This security guard was a comedian from the 80s whose name was Soupy Sales. And one of the things that this comedian was known for was throwing pies in people's faces. So all these clowns get out of this car and he's like telling them they can't be there because, you know, the place is closed and whatever. And well, then all of a sudden they all have pies in their hands. And he's like, what are you going to do with those pies, boys? (laughs)
1: Uh, And then they all start pieing him and they literally pie him to death.
0: Yeah, it melts his body. Like, it's like acidic pie. (laughs) And the, the one little green haired clown puts a big cherry on top as they walk yeah. into the fun house <laughs> so finally the Terenzi brothers Mike and Dave all show up there at the fun house and they're on their mission to try to find Debbie and save her and uh this fun house is bizarre to say the least like they have to go through some weird weird places because i'm guessing that the clowns just kind of made this place their own once they got in there and um this is when they're talking about their theories about why the clowns are there one of them says that maybe like the clowns had been to earth before and that that's where our uh like ancestors came up with the idea of clowns like that we modeled them after this alien species that already existed and when, I think that's a very deep theory, but, you know, <laughs> maybe.
1: <laughs> but I mean, it kind of checks out. I could see it. Yeah. And then uh, they also said, like, maybe that the the clowns were, like, the first astronauts or something like that.
0: Yeah. Yep. And then um, one of the Terenzi brothers says maybe they were just hungry and they just stopped by to eat something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they just stopped by for a bite.
0: Right. And then that's kind of... I, that's that's the thing that I believe ends up really seeming like is the case, that they just stopped by to eat, because uh, clearly that's what they're doing. And, like, um, at, after he says that, though, Officer Dave is like, okay, let's stop talking, because he's starting to get freaked out, you know, he's like, let's just focus on rescuing Debbie and getting out of here, so... You know, they're going through there and by the time they, they find that room with the cotton candy cocoons and there are so many of them now, like the whole room is full, like floor to ceiling of the cotton candy cocoons. And the Terenzi brothers have been sucked into a ball pit at this point with two female clowns.
1: <laughs> with uh <laughs> with two female clowns I have these okay, so this goes back to the first of the movie. Which uh, is kind of funny. We didn't mention this. But like at one point, um, whenever Mog is trying to get the Terenzis to come with him to rescue Debbie or whatever, that one of them said something about, does Debbie have any roommates? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. She's got two beautiful roommates with huge boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and those plants so are
0: growing boobs
1: once they... Be- Yeah, these clowns grow these enormous boobs, like, right in front of them. And that one goes, are you Debbie's (laughs) roommates? And then it cuts back to uh, Mike and Dave.
0: Yeah, Mike is, like, uh, saying that he knows the Terenzi brothers will be fine, that they're like cats. They always land on their feet wherever they're at. Like, they're going to be okay. And they start looking for Debbie. They finally find her to get her out of that balloon they have to shoot through the side of it and she says that like she couldn't breathe inside there that there was like no oxygen in that balloon so that kind of leads you to believe that the other balloons are probably the people inside them are already dead most likely so the clowns start chasing them now and they have to go through a series of doors that become smaller and smaller and every time mike opens the door he says another door another door (laughs) (laughs)
1: but right before that you actually got to see what the clowns do to the people
0: yeah with that big crazy bendy straw like the craziest crazy straw that anybody's ever seen in their whole life this clown has it and he pops it right into one of those cotton candy cocoons and starts sucking the blood out of it
1: he just starts drinking this liquefied cotton candy person
0: yeah
1: right out of this cocoon like a spotter.
0: it's disgusting uh but that kind of you know that that lead, leads to that whichever one of the Terenzi brothers had said that maybe they were just there to eat yeah that's what it looks like pretty sure that's why they were there <laughs> yeah when they when they make it through those doors mike debbie and dave all find themselves in this big open area with like a um a little circus ringleader pyramid kind of thing in the middle and all these clowns are coming after them with weapons and you think that they're going to get them like you know it looks like the clowns are going to kill them because they don't have any way to do anything at this point point. Dave has ran out of bullets in his shotgun he has a pistol still but you know that's way too many of those to take on with just one gun and then the Terenzi brothers ice cream truck comes crashing through some wall or ceiling or something like that and all the clowns stop and look at them and they obey what the Terenzi brothers say because there's a uh, clown on the top of their truck
1: <laughs> and he's like oh it's me jojo the all-knowing clown or whatever
0: <laughs> yeah and he tells Let's them to see stop- what i say yeah and he tells them to stop what they're doing so they do and uh then you see the Terenzi brothers and they're covered in like kissy prints and their clothes are all ripped up <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh we know what they've been doing
0: yeah with is- the
1: with the big boobies <laughs> clown ladies
0: i have to say i'm very glad that we didn't actually see that scene because i don't be disturbing yeah i don't even want to know what happened as they're making their way over to them the ceiling opens up again and this gigantic clown on puppet strings is lowered down and he is a monster he's scary as he's starting to attack them Mike, Debbie, and Dave are telling the Terenzi brothers to get out of their truck, and they refuse because the truck is a rental. Oh
1: so God, we, can't. we throw money on this.
0: Yeah. So the clown picks them up and throws the truck, and the truck explodes. So you believe the Terenzi brothers have died, but um, come to find out, they just hid in the coolers, and they're okay. So... <laughs> But there's like a, a fight sort of that ensues and finally Officer Dave shoots that clown in the nose. And like at this point, the the thing is, is rising up. Like it's going to take off. Like the spaceship is leaving. Like they've got what they came there for. They're out of there. Like so because like the cops in the National Guard and all that have showed up and they're all outside the they're, you know, watching. And this thing is actually like a gigantic top. Like that's what it looks like as it's floating up into the air. But when he shoots that clown in the nose, it destroys all of it. And the whole thing just explodes. And um, the clown car flies out of it. And out of the clown car climbs Mike, Debbie, Dave, and the Terenzi brothers. All of your main characters somehow miraculously survived. (laughs) (laughs) And they're, like, they get out, and they're, like, oh, do you think it's over? Like, as they're standing there looking at the sky. And, like, it also seems, like, at this point that maybe there's some kind of weird thruple thing going on between Mike, Dave, and Debbie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because they all just, like, keep hugging each other. Yeah,
0: like, they're all, like, Like, even Mike is,
1: like, hugging Dave and stuff.
0: Yeah. And the Terenzi brothers are still over there, like, fighting with one another, like, arguing inside that clown car. And, um... And they're looking up at the sky you know and they're like you think it's over and they're like yeah it's over and then um pies fly out of the sky into their faces and the movie ends
1: which <laughs> sets it up for the sequel which we'll never see
0: <laughs> i hope sci-fi actually comes through and and does it and if they do do it i hope it's good i hope it's you know like done correctly but that is uh, killer clowns from outer space
1: what was the movie the sequel supposed to be called because it is now uh 29 years in the making apparently
0: the return of the killer clowns from outer space
1: they better bring it back
0: yeah i i really i would like i would like to see it but you know who knows maybe it'll happen maybe it won't (laughs) i just hope if it does that it's uh not terrible
1: it better not be. It's been been in the works longer than I've been alive.
0: <laughs> well, it keeps like getting canceled and stuff, you know. So it's not like they have a script. They do have a script for it, but like as far as actually working on it, I don't think they've actually been doing it, but
1: we should make a goFundMe and, yeah. <laughs> and make the movie.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> so um what do you rate this movie
1: out of five i give it a solid four i think it's a really good movie i think it's hilarious i think that the graphics are really good for the time i think it's really original
0: yeah i give this movie like all the stars i give it like a 10 out of five
1: <laughs> <laughs> A 10 out of five
0: <laughs> i just love it i love it so much i've watched it about a million times i will forever watch this movie i do like i've, I've even done like little parties and had like like outdoor viewings of this movie before
1: <laughs> oh that's cute that's fun
0: yeah I, I really like it a lot
1: it's definitely so, a cult classic it's very it's really good
0: yeah yeah people really like this movie
1: I mean, if this tells you anything, guys, like when I was taking my notes, I was like, I'm just going to write down like pivotal scenes in this movie. I ended up with four pages because (laughs) like every like two minutes there was something crazy that was going on. So I mean, just from it doesn't start slow. Like it's like when it starts, it starts and it doesn't stop.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it throws you right into it. So yeah, they do an excellent, excellent job with it. The special effects are cool. It's super original. Um, I do love how like they use they utilize every single thing that you could utilize for about clowns and the circus and stuff like that. Like it's just super cool. I also I like that the clowns were were aliens because that's just interesting to me. The the death in it, the the kill scenes and stuff are all really good. They they just did such a good job on this movie. I will forever love this movie. <laughs>
1: highly recommend and if you guys are like interested in watching it it's streaming right now on hbo max
0: yeah it may be in other places i don't know but that's where i watched it it was on hbo max but i now i do me being me i do own uh a copy of it like i was saying earlier i still have my copy that i got when i was 12 years old so um
1: i think it's also um for rent on youtube and on hulu yeah i'm pretty sure
0: yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's like three bucks or something on YouTube, I, I believe. But yeah, I definitely, if you haven't seen this movie, you need to see this movie. This is a movie I, I mean, like I showed it to, um, I showed it to my co-ghost here <laughs> <laughs> when we were teenagers. I was just so excited. I was like, we have got to watch this. And, I, and so we watched it at like a sleepover one night. And, you know, I just all throughout my life, I've just loved this movie so much. So I, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. And um, also, it's so punk rock. I mean, I I just the Dickies being the main song of the movie, like that's so cool. And uh, and then also, you know, now uh, the Renfields their song about it. It's just I'm sure there's probably other ones out there, but this is a very, very punk rock movie. So everybody should watch it. <laughs>
1: Yeah and if you guys are into this and you like this content you're going to be really excited because this is our opening into circus month.
0: Yes we are covering nothing but circus themed things in the upcoming month um, except for on Friday the 13th because we wanted to do a Friday the 13th movie review but otherwise like everything else is all circus. We're going to start you out with a history on clowns and clown phobias and uh clowns and folklore and stuff like that so I hope that you guys are ready for that and um I'm sorry if you're a person with clown phobia but if you're listening to it it's probably not going to affect you as much as if you were actually looking at it so
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's a good thing we don't do videos yet
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) um though just throwing it out there you know instagram or my instagram is gonna be having some clowns in it for the next couple of weeks so just be prepared for that (laughs) (laughs) as always we really appreciate you all for listening we thank you so much for continuing to support us and check out our show and all that stuff um if you could just leave us a review or rating wherever you're listening to this at if you want to give us your view on this movie or anything else you can send us an email at the midnight moth podcast at gmail.com you can follow the midnight moth podcast on instagram at um the midnight underscore moth podcast at instagram at instagram.com whatever the hell however that works i don't know how handles work
1: at instagram.com just open your internet explorer
0: just look for the midnight moth podcast on instagram you'll find it it'll be there
1: and then you guys can also follow me (laughs) my instagram (laughs) is uh, tmm underscore co-ghost and again i love to hear from you guys um you could send me a message uh just to talk um or if you have anything to add about this movie if you guys have seen it if you love it if you hate it we love to hear it just you know whatever kind of feedback you have if you have any cool stories about clowns or aliens or killer clown aliens (laughs) (laughs)
0: throw them right our way (laughs) (laughs) we really appreciate you all thank you so much for listening um don't forget to check out pumpkin guts uh on anywhere that you want to check pumpkin guts out we're streaming (laughs) all over the place Uh,
1: (laughs) they're also on the instagram
0: (laughs) yeah at pumpkin guts music
1: (laughs) instagram.com at
0: at instagram.com yeah we appreciate you all and we will see you right back here next week with a brand new episode so until then
1: we'll keep the lantern burning for you